Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to my hour of sanity and and such. We're going to try to know better to get better. And uh, we have a fun show for you today. Our quote of the day, I've always believed and I still believe that whatever good or bad fortune may come our way, we can always give it meaning and transform it into something of value. That is Herman Hess or Hesse. I don't know how to say his last name, but. I got you on that one. It's Herman Hess, a German novelist, great, great writer who I really like. And the voice of Jeff Graham appears. Jeff Graham. Jeff Graham is in the house, everyone. Jeff Graham works with us over at AfterBuzz TV. He has been helping us uh, over here at Better Together uh, get used to him. Uh, Steven, of course, is in the booth. I'm in my isolation cell. You are in your isolation cell. <laughs> I wish I had like a camera pointed at the window that you talk to me and see me through. <laughs> I feel like I'm a clerk at like a jail. <laughs> the best is like, it would be crazy if Kevin like was forecasting something like this because he really built everything here in a way where he kind of knew, even though he didn't know. Right. Like five years ago, he's like, this is your future. And I'm like, this guy's psycho. What's he talking about? I'm on E! News. Like, <laughs> I'm on TV. What, what is he talking about? I'm going to be broadcasting from my garage. But anyway, um, 
And I've been able to do my Sirius XM show from here. Of course, this uh, this has been born from it. And so Stephen is in his isolation chamber. Yeah. Can you just not put a lock on it, though? Like that that I felt like was excessive. Oh, really? I'm yeah. a good dictator, though. But, I let you out for potty breaks. But like the padlock is just a bit much. <laughs> the chains. Can I, can I at least this. unshackle my ankle? <laughs> I'm channeling my best Carol Baskin too, guys. Well, so. please don't it. feed me to Max. I, oh my God. And <laughs> Jeff got fed to Max already. He already. Yeah, he already tries to eat us. I will become friends with Max. That's my goal for 2020 is to, because I, you know, I'm a huge dog person. We have uh, one of the best dog people on the show today, Maria. Of course, you mentioned Tamar Geller. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe she can be the mediator between Max and I as we become friends. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. So, so as uh, Jeff just mentioned, we have... Um, our very dear friend, renowned dog expert, and um, she's like a like the Tony Robbins of dogs, and uh, she's going to be on the show. And we've gotten tons of questions from you guys on um, Instagram stories, so thank you for submitting questions. This way, we can actually help you with exactly what you're looking for. So uh, Tamara is going to be on, and then. We're hoping everything is okay with Dorinda Medley because Dorinda is supposed to be on the show today as well. Um, We're having a little communication issue, but hopefully all is well there and she will be on the show as well. Do you have any updates, Jeff Graham? No, right now it's uh, just checking in and again, hoping everything's okay. Right now, (laughs) Jeff's nervous. (laughs) Jeff's like, uh, uh, as the beads of sweat pour down his face. Is that the rain from Los Angeles or is that sweat pouring down my face as I try to get Dorinda on the line? It's like whenever you threw to like me and Steph in the booth before and Uh we had different headsets on because somebody was in here, you always saw us on camera. Which button do I hit? I know. I know. <laughs> we have these mute buttons that we have to hold to talk. So it's like, whack-a-mole. Yeah, how iron- ironic you have to push the mute button to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little backwards. I have to sanitize these mute buttons now. Oh, I've sanitized in there. Well, before you got in there, what was it, like two weeks ago or whatever, mm-hmm. when this was all happening, I went in and I just sanitized the shit out of it. Amazing. I cleaned up Dodge. I organized. You guys had like a coffee cup behind the computer that was growing mold in it because it still had coffee. You call it a coffee cup behind the computer growing mold. I call it a heat sink that prevents the computer from overheating. What? Exactly. Is that it's, real? It's a tech thing, Maria. You Shut know, it's up. A tech I don't believe thing. you. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, because you're so smart, I thought maybe, just maybe. Um, but anyway. We jury-rigged a coffee cup. Oh, my God. He's a world-renowned dog expert expert who um, created the Love Dog Program. It's a method embraced and adopted by the likes of Oprah Winfrey, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Reese Witherspoon, and so many more, including myself. Um, she is my dear friend, and without further ado, here's Miss Tamar Geller. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, honey. How are you? I miss you. I miss you. Are you taking care of other people's dogs right now? How does it work? I have a couple of dogs who are on training vacation with me here, and we are all in this together. So the dogs are getting so much quality time. So are people, yeah, I know, right? They're getting extra Tamar time. So are people sending you, they're they're still getting new dogs and sending them to you? Like business is still going forward? I mean, I mean, you know, I could take a dog. I just don't want the people, you know, because dogs are still safe. So I can work with dogs, but I'm not working with the people right now. Just, you know, for safety, which is killing me. 
Yeah, because your method is training the human in a way. It's all about relationship. It's all about truly reframing how we see relationship. And when we learn it uh, on the dog, meaning to understand somebody who is different than us, as opposed to blaming them, as opposed to labeling them, um, we truly learn how to be, uh, how to understand anybody else in our life, how to understand ourselves. So it's, it's important to do it with the person. I tried to do it with Zoom the other day, and it was teaching them and teaching the puppy, teaching completely different skills at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. I had to figure out a solution because God knows how long is it going to take place that we isolated and a lot of puppies and a lot of dogs needs help. A lot of foster dogs now. I help so many dogs get fostered, and they all need somebody to translate for them, somebody who's going to explain them to people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just a misunderstanding. It's a miscommunication between human and canine, right? It's miscommunication between us and anybody. The biggest issue with any relationship, Maria, is when we don't, somebody doesn't hear the way we meant it oftentimes, or we don't even say it as good as we thought we did. So can you imagine if it's a different species altogether, you know, then it's that much more open to interpretations. Mm -hmm. the, The main work that I do is truly be an interpreter between what a dog is truly communicating, because the biggest misconception is that a dog wants to dominate us. When a dog does not want to dominate us in any way, shape or form, dog rely on us for everything, you know, for safety, for love, for connection. So all the six human needs that you and I studied with Tony Robbins, five of them apply to dogs. Can you explain those? Yes. The six needs that we all have as human beings, we all have those needs. They they are a little bit different order for each one of us, but the needs are the need for certainty. They need to feel that we are safe. They need to feel that life is... When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Predictable that not, we have a friend who traveled to an, an airport and now there was a shooting in that airport. We would not be able to thrive if we don't have certainty. But we also need uncertainty because too much certainty, as we know these days, is boring. We're absolutely certain that if we stay at home, we're going to be safe. But it's too much certainty. We're actually bored because we need uncertainty. We need variety. Another need that we need is to have the need for belong to a community, to have love and connection where we fit in, where we have our family, we have our tribe, we have our church, whatever that may be. 
But within that, we also have the need, which is the opposite, for significance, to stand out. So to be um, acknowledged for work that we are doing, for the mother that we are, for the girlfriends that we are, for the spouse that we are. So we have needs and the opposite. The last two needs for people are the need of the spirit, the need for growth. And when you look out at nature, at nature, everything, every blade of grass is either growing or dying. Nothing stays the same. So every, every business, every relationship, us on a personal development, that's why I love so much your podcast because it's so much contributing to growth. We all need growth. Every relationship, every marriage, every parenting, we need to grow. The last need for humans is the need for contribution to do something that is outside of ourselves. That's what makes our spirit sing. Five of those needs are the same with dogs. The last need of contribution, dogs do not have a need to contribute, but they do have a need for physical exercise. They must exercise. They get a lot from the interaction, from the play with each other. And oftentimes when people are calling me and they say, my dog is blah, 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 blah. The first thing that I do is I introduce them to the concept of the six needs and we're trying to see which of the needs a dog is not getting. Now, within those six needs, there are two needs who lead each person at that particular time. You know, like with you, what are your two needs that you lead with? Oh, gosh, I haven't thought about it since I was at his seminars years ago, but it was definitely um, probably at that time significance and certainty, which if those are your top two needs, you're going to have a lot of issues. And I had issues then. <laughs> you're, not that. you're not that anymore. Yeah. You're absolutely as your friend. I can tell you. Yeah. Your number one need is actually for contribution. When I see you, I know how you're looking to contribute to any person that you meet, to any dog that you adopt to any person with health or with anything. I know for myself when my life was, when I was going through a period of challenges, you and Kevin were at my home like no one else. So I know without any shadow of the doubt, the reason you are doing the podcast, everything that you do, Maria, and that's why I love you so much, is because his number one is contribution. And the second thing for you, I think is probably Either love and connection or growth. I think these two are interchanging. What do you yeah. agree? Yeah, I agree. That's definitely where I feel like I've gone. Thank you so much. That's so kind. I think, you know, that's why I was a little, a little lost, right? Like we lose our way. And I think that's what it was before at some point, you know, growing up. And then, you know, you you lose your way. And so that was so great to be able to see those, identify it, and then say, okay, well, I need to switch up this recipe so that I can have a better cake. <laughs> um, and it sounds like you do the same thing with the dogs. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, 
please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. That's exactly right. And the last thing about the needs, you can meet a need either through the light pathway or through the dark, through the shadow pathway, meaning you can be significant by creating uh, a charity, by, by creating a beautiful podcast, by mothering, by parenting in the most beautiful way and your kids win awards and everything. Or you can be significant by being a jerk, like, like being a criminal, going and shooting innocent people. All of a sudden, everybody's talking about you. You become significant. Mm-hmm. So when we come to dogs, they can, they're looking for to meet a need. That's all that they try to do. And what it is, all they have in their recipe book is what God put in them, the doggy instincts. So if we want to teach them how to not do that, we have to replace it. We cannot stop someone from having a need. It's impossible. We cannot erase. We must replace. And as people, as benevolent, as the grown-ups, we have to understand what the dog is trying to communicate to us, what need they're trying to meet. Most of the time it's variety, a little hint. And then let's see what, how can we do to give them variety, particularly at this time where everybody's stuck at home way more than normal. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show tomorrow because, you know, I've had relationship experts on because we're stuck with our partners, right? And all problems are amplified when you're stuck with each other. And now that we're home with our pets, we're not ships passing in the night anymore. Hi, boo-boo, mama loves you. Okay. And now we're going to sleep. It's we're with each other 24-7. So I know in my house, Max is an angel. He's the greatest. Are you serious? Oh, no, he is the greatest. Oh, Tamar, God is so good, and he sent me the greatest gift in the world. Max is my everything. Um, it's it's beyond words. But Winnie, let's start with her. Winnie is so happy that we're home all the time. Yeah. And, like, when I say if she could float from her happiness, like, she might start levitating. She's so happy. Oh. And the second... That she doesn't get attention. And so now I've I've done this thing where if I yell at her really hard, she'll stop. But I don't want to have to do that. But she is such a brat. So we'll start with Winnie. So who is the brat in this case? Who rewarded that behavior for how many years? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like I find it unfair. Where... <laughs> You know, we follow a certain recipe, we get a lemon cake and we upset at the cake why we didn't get a chocolate cake. Uh-huh. It's like, you follow that recipe. That is the outcome. So because we pick her up when she bitches, it's our problem. You got it. And you've been doing it for how long? I mean, how old is she? Like 10? Yeah. So, but like, she's obnoxious. She won't stop barking unless you pick her up. Yes, I know. But it's kind of like at age 10, honestly, it's going to be difficult to change your habit. I think she's nine, technically. Nine. But here's the <laughs> issue. The biggest issue that I have with dogs, with people, not with the dogs. I honestly, I see most dogs that I see are dogs with people problems. I don't see people with dog problems. I see dogs with people problems. <laughs> is that when a dog is quiet and doing nothing, 
they are being overlooked. They are being ignored because people are so in their head thinking, going over the to-do list, having a million things going on, that the dog has learned that the only time that they're going to be included, acknowledged, connected with is if they jump, if they bark, if they chew on something, if they pee in the wrong place, and I cannot blame the dog. It's not fair. So it is every time that I work with a person and we stop something, I'm saying, how can we honor that contract that your dog is saying, okay, I'm going to put my faith in you that I'm sitting the zipped, you know, not saying a word, not barking, not whimpering, and you're going to actually going to come and talk to me. And somebody said, well, the dog wants it all the time. Okay, well, we can't give attention all the time. But how much attention can you give? And in between, can you give them something else to occupy them? So should I be giving Winnie treats when I see her sitting like a good girl in her bed? You can you can go and give her a treat, but you can also just sing song it and say, shush, shush, and go give her a kiss on her beautiful face. You know, you don't have to give a treat every time. Okay. Do give a treat, make sure it doesn't have carbohydrates or sugar because that will make a dog hyper. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give food that will make a dog hyper and then to say, why are you annoying and hyper? Mm-hmm. Okay? So, so shush, you say them. shush when they are quiet, not when you want them to be quiet because you're reinforcing the bad behavior. Shush, shush, when they're actually quiet, because remember, dogs are English is the second language. Mm-hmm. We have to teach them what it means. So if we say shush, only when they're barking, they actually think that barking, that's what it means. Yeah. So you want to say shush, and it's very important to say it in a very sing-songy tone of voice, because think when we're teaching our kids the ABC, we also do it in the same sing-songy tone of voice, A, B, C, D. And the reason for that, there's a biggest nerve in our body, the vagus nerve, people and dogs, and that nerve connects with the nervous system with the sympathetic nervous system is the biggest nerve in our brain. And the easiest way to relax, to calm down that nerve is by lullabying, by saying it like a mantra, by meditating and doing the OM thing. That is the equivalent when we're saying shush, sit, sit, down, down. And you're telling it to your dog when they're being good, and you can give a treat every so often. Variety. Remember, a need mm-hmm. is a variety. Every so often, you can give a jackpot every so often. And But it's important to acknowledge them when they're being good with any relationship, whether it's with your spouse, with your child, with a girlfriend, with a co-worker, with your dog. In order to the relationship to survive, you have to have Five compliments, five acknowledgement, acknowledgement to one word of criticism, just to survive. If you want any relationship to thrive, it's got to be 25 to one. But it's, it may sound like a lot of work, Maria, but here's wow. the good news. I get it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Start complimenting Kevin more, my mom more, everybody. And Steven, shoosh. Shoosh, Steven. Did you see Steven's been quiet for so long? Good shoosh, Steven. <laughs> I need a treat. <laughs> you know, but what is the good news about having to say it so often is that, so the good news about having to say 25 to 1, Maria, is what I call gratitude in action. We all know that to write in a journal a gratitude thing a couple of times a day or maybe in the morning. What's happening? This is not about writing it. This is actually noticing it, verbalizing it, and connecting with the person or the dog in our life. When we do that, people want to be with the people who sees them. We all want to be seen. We all want to be acknowledged. We all want to be loved, to be appreciated. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful ball that keep growing because we're constantly looking for what is working, which is the opposite of what our nervous system wants to do, particularly when we are nervous, is to notice what's not working. Mm-hmm. So it's a discipline to get ourselves into a place of what is working, what is beautiful, even if it's nothing, even if you just like somebody's, you know, button on the shirt that they wore today, acknowledge that. Find something to acknowledge because you train your nervous system to be grateful. And all of a sudden you are less irritated and less things irritate you. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So that's Winnie. We have so many questions from people. I'm going to, I'm going to give one more example because I know that my examples will definitely be someone else's examples. William. I haven't met yet. You haven't met William yet? No. Tomorrow, William's been here a really long time. Oh, you got, you went through a period where you didn't have help and couldn't leave. You were already isolated in your house for a long time before this. Okay. Okay. So William, they, they think he was like a Bichon poodle mix, whatever. I think he's got a little, um, uh, Jack Russell or something. Cause he does little spins, but anyhow, William, he is so sweet, such a lover. However, it's like, he's a watchdog. He hears or he sees, I mean, the littlest shadow behind the gate of our walls. And it's like, (laughs) yesterday I was laying down napping and I had him, he was on my chest and he's such a good cuddler, but he won't just sit there and sleep. I had to try to cover his face with the pillow so he wouldn't see anything, but he still is on such high alert And he scares the shit out of me. So this dog is amazing, but he barks like a psycho because he's always on high alert. Okay. So this is not a dog problem. This is also a people problem. Because what does make somebody be on alert? They're feeling safe 
or they're feeling that and danger is looming behind anything. I felt really safe. I was sitting on my couch. I was relaxed. I had the fireplace on. I was trying to calm down from like some of the stuff I had been seeing with my mom that was making me sad. I was I was not in a fearful place. No, not you. Him. And what happened is what you're saying, what you're seeing is not has not started with you. His nervous system, his nervous system is now trained. Okay. It's like dialed in into looking for anything that might hurt him. Mm. He wasn't born that way. He was not born that way. When you're puppies, chances are you are not on high, that high alert. Things have happened in his life where the nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system that takes charge is either into freeze when you're feeling threatened, into flight, taking off, or into fight. Particularly if he has any Jack Russell in him, he will be more probably leaning towards the fight. And it doesn't totally. fight, but it's to, it means to the best defense is offense. Mm-hmm. And what happened is if we correct a dog without first trying to help them out, we're actually, they're already stressed out, the nervous, the sympathetic nervous system, which the vagus nerve connect to that I just talked about. And if we correct them, they feel more stressed because not only the perceived stress was there, also there are now the stress from the person that they love. So what I do is I dial back and try to identify what are the trigger points. Now, there is a caveat, and some dogs enjoy barking for the sake of barking because it does release endorphin in the body and endorphin feels good. So some dogs bark because they are bored, because it just feels good. Most of the time when they just sit and look for something and something moves and they bark, tells me that they have had bad experience, traumatic experience, and now we have to go. And of course, the first thing that we do in order to calm down the vagus nerve is the diet. We make sure they don't get simple carbohydrates, they don't get legumes, and they don't get anything that will convert into sugar because we know that the the microbiome, that the tummy is 80% communicating to the vagus nerve, which communicate with the nervous system. So the first thing is we have to clean the diet. That's the first thing. The second thing is to start to see what is triggering them and to try to recreate it in small doses and then to sing songy, courage, courage, or it's a friend, 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 or ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. And to do it in repetitions, you know, so they learn to start to have a different meaning, meaning reframe something that is going to be absolutely chances for danger to, oh, I don't know, I don't need to bark as much. So maybe at first we're going to cut down his barking from that intense to less intense, that often to less often, and then you continue to do it. But what we're talking, we're talking about healing for Mm. dogs, therapy for dogs, nothing to do with training. Training is teaching a language. Learning a language does not help you heal. You can speak 12 languages and still have fear of starting a conversation when you go into a party and you don't know people over there. So knowing, you know, knowing words doesn't mean that it's helping a dog or a person heal something that is a trigger for them. Yeah. Well, when you don't know a dog's history, right, because you adopt them, 
you don't know what they've gone through. But for him, I'm sure he had to be on high alert because people were not kind to him. So I'm going to try the, you know, ignore it and I'm going to pat him and I'm going to love him so that he feels safe. And hopefully that will help because I don't think us screaming at him has been working. We're like, William, stop it. (laughs) Not Not working. People telling me you cannot be rewarding a dog who is misbehaving. I'm not rewarding the misbehaving. I'm looking at the why the misbehaving happened. Misbehaving in quotes. It happened. It's kind of like when you see somebody losing their mind when they're so upset. You know, uh, you first have to see why they're so upset to see if it's legit or just they're being entitled. Most dogs are not being entitled. Most dogs truly uh, living life from a place of uh, protectiveness. When you've been to trauma, your number one priority is to protect yourself mm-hmm. more than to connect. That is just the nervous system about survival. So the first thing I would like people to understand is look at the six needs. See what your need is need. In his case, what need is he trying to get? Love. No. When he's barking at something, what is he trying to achieve? Certainty. That's exactly right. Yeah. His need- Certainty is being violated at that moment. To feel safe, yeah. Do you understand? So he's not trying to challenge you. He's not being dominant. He's just in needs for for certainty, for safety. He's not being met right now. And that's why what you want to do is to try to identify and literally make a list of everything that triggers him and kind of like to create a vaccine for that. Meaning you take what triggers him, you reduce it. You reduce it. So let's say... If leaves, take him to where leaves are, move one leaf at a time, move them, few of them, jump on them until he's going to realize, oh, leaves are not a threat. What is it else that causes him to be, you know, to be on high alert? Mm-hmm. Question is, how can we help you, William? Once you know that he's not reactive and he's doing it just because he's enjoying it, then you have to look at, does he get enough growth? Does he have enough variety? Is there enough things going on in his life or he's so bored out of his mind that he's giving himself projects? Yeah. How many times you see people who cannot connect with a, with a loved one through a conversation so they start a fight because a fight is a connection. Mm-hmm. Very true. Through the light or through the shadow. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's it's so interesting because I think they also are here to kind of amplify things that we need to work on, mm. Right. And so for me, when I see Winnie, she's so terrified if something like a noise happens, she's terrified. And I've always had similar traumas. And and with William, he's... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. He's just like me where I am on high alert. Like, oh, something, there was a noise outside. What could it be? Is, is someone, is someone on the property? Is someone, you know what I mean? Like you, so they're just magnifying my issues back to me, I feel like, um, as well. A hundred percent. I truly believe, and that's what my whole method, the love dog is based on, that I believe that dogs are God's gifts to humanity to help us understand ourselves, understand others better, instead of judging ourselves, judging others. And I believe that this quarantine time is one of the best things to reframe, you know, how to understand our dog. I really truly believe because if we can understand our dog better, which we have no doubt that they have pure hearts, mm-hmm. then we can understand other people better because with people, sometimes you are not so sure. Yeah. You know, if the motives are, you know, as pure. So dogs are absolutely our teachers. I really believe, you know, that when we learn the tools, to understand and connect and empower a dog to be the best version of themselves. That's when it happens in all our relationship. And that's when we truly fulfill our purpose here on earth. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we have to get to some questions because we have so many questions and um, cool. we don't have a lot of time. So, so Jeff, why don't you start rifling off some questions from our Instagram to tomorrow? I would love to. And first of all, tomorrow, this is incredible stuff. This is my first time really going all in on the love dog method. And I'm seeing this isn't only about dogs. This is about our relationships with anyone. It's just incredible stuff. So I just want to throw that in there. Um, so this comes from Maria's Instagram. We actually reached out to you guys. We had some amazing responses and questions. TMJ301 asks, will our dogs be depressed when we all go back to work after the quarantine? What a great question. And I believe the dogs will be depressed. I absolutely believe the dogs will be depressed because they are thrive on love and connection. They're thriving on it. So it's it's actually very important to have plans on what can you do to teach your dog not to feel that when you leave the house, it's the, it's the end of the day. So when you're going to go back to work, the first thing you want to do is don't make a fuss when you leave the house, meaning don't start crying that you are leaving the dog behind. What you want to do is you want to come up with um, yummy stuffed toys and put, and, and right before you leave, show the dog all the stuffed toys that you're going to have stuffed them with great proteins, great vegetables. Remember, no sugary, no simple carbohydrates, no legumes. Um, Stuff those toys and put them all around the house, but the dog cannot get them. Put your dog in a stay, ask your dog to stay, show them all the toys. And then only when you close your front door behind you, that's when you're going to say, no more, go search, go search. So then your dog is like, instead of experiencing the loss and the depression of you now living, they have a projects to do to find these toys and then work on getting the goodies out of these toys. That's incredible. That's an amazing answer. Uh, Billy from Los Angeles says, I'm less patient with my dog now that I'm with him all the time. How can I work on this? Well, that is a great opportunity because it's kind of like, I think what's happening is that when we are stuck, anytime you lock animals up and we are animals, people are animals too, whatever our natural tendency is can increase by 40%. 
That's how when people fight, the worst fights happening when people driving in a car because they are locked in, they can't get out. So right now you're upset with your dog because I think your own nervous system and very understandably so is actually on high alert. The biggest thing is to make sure is why you're upset with your dog. Try to go to the six core needs, the six basic needs. What is the dog trying to communicate with you? And if he's not communicating his need in the way that you would like, can you, as the parent, as the parent, parent, teach the dog what would you like them to do instead? If it was a toddler and they were doing something that you didn't like, you can correct them all day long. But if you don't teach them the alternative, they might not know about that alternative that it's possible. I can tell you that as a foreigner, I come across this situation where when I first came to this country, I went shopping with new girlfriends and one of them tried on clothes and they asked everybody, does it make me look, does it, does it make me look fat? And everybody said no. And I looked at her and I said, yes. <laughs> and everybody was horrified. Why would I say it? But that was the truth. Nobody was saying it. And they didn't like my answer. And I thought that I have options either to lie or I would not have girlfriends until one of them told me a third option that me as a foreigner could not think about, which was ask her to try other outfits and then choose something that you do like. It's the same for your dog. Getting irritated, and I know with them, doesn't help not you or the dog. Find what it is that you want. Don't assume that your dog knows. And teach them the alternative that will be better fitting for you. And teach it with compassion and turn it as much as possible into a game. It's great. I love that. Um, A-L-A-D-Y-I 21 says, my dog loves my mobile groomer. Is it safe for my dog to get groomed by my mobile groomer without precaution Ooh, right now? Good question, because I called our mobile groomer too, and apparently they are um, they get into trouble if they come out. I know. I called groomers too because I have a couple of Labradoodles here, and the undercoat is matted. Matted, and I'm afraid that a lot of dogs are going to have to be shaved at the end of this because, yeah, groomers are not supposed to come and groom your dog right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's scary. We also have another question from Christy, which I, I thought was interesting at first, but then I thought about it. Do our dogs know that there's a pa- pandemic going on right now? And I will say, I think our dogs know something's up because yeah. so Kevin feeds the dogs and tomorrow you're going to love this. You probably already know this, but Kevin has spoiled them so deeply that when he goes to feed them, Max will not eat unless Kevin hand feeds him. Why are you kidding me? And and so he has to go in with the spatula and hand feed him. And I go, Kevin, you're what are you doing? You're ruining our dogs. And so meanwhile, he's listening right now and he texted me a picture. He's like, here's me and Winnie on our he has Winnie on a dog bed in his office on his desk. And he's like, Me and Winnie are listening and we don't give an F. Obviously he's kidding. But I love Kevin. He was oh, he fe- he was feeding him with the spatula. And I said, you know what, Kevin, he doesn't do that. He doesn't pull that shit with me. And I I go in and I I sit there and I say, eat, eat. And he looks at me and he's like, aren't you going to give me the spatula, mom? Dad gives me the spatula. And I'm like, no, I'm not giving you the spatula. Eat your food or I'm going to take it and you're not going to get it. So what's happened literally overnight, this pandemic happened. We're all home. 
they licked their bowls clean. And it was the day I said, you know, we might have to start cutting back their portions a smidge because who knows if stores are going to close and we're not going to have supplies and whatever. We need to like really maybe just take, you know, we all overfeed our dogs. We had Dr. Barbara Royal on and she even admitted it. She's like, we all overfeed our dogs. So I said, we might have to start. I said that. And the next day, no one needed to be hand fed. No one even left their bowl. Max was starting to do this thing where he would eat a bite. Then he would demand to go outside and we'd have to let him go outside. Then he'd come back and he'd play this whole game with us. No games anymore. So I believe they know Christy. Um, And Christy's from Arkansas, by the way. But what do you think, Tamar? I think that they know something is up. I don't think they understand the concept of pandemic. But they do know that something is up. Absolutely. Dogs are very much, very sensitive to energy. Very sensitive to energy. So they are sensitive to our attention. They're sensitive to our nervousness. They they feel, I mean, there's vibration in the earth. There's vibration in everything. Dogs are not speaking a language, words with each other. They read read body language Mm -hmm. and vibration. So... They know something is up 100%. Meanwhile, I got another text from my husband that says, I commented that this is one of the best episodes for humans and dogs, too. Please say that on the air. Winnie and I do care. <laughs> oh, you know, you know that I love your husband like he's my brother. You know, I love him so much. Um, we have another question from Shannon. Uh, my dog will not let me clip his nails. How do I get him relaxed enough to clip them? And I will give a quick piece of advice to this. Um, I actually, when I'm nervous, because I I cut our dog's nails from time to time when they need to be done, because I can see the vein and I can cut before I get to the vein. But if you can't see the vein, I file them. And that's a really safe way to do it. But I don't know what you suggest, Tamar. They have that file that is electric file. Oh, wow. For like big dogs? Electric, yes. <clears throat> so, you know, like when you go to the manicure place, they use it. Mm-hmm. You can do the same thing for dogs. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. The file like that. But there's another good product called Zen, uh, like Zen Caesars for dogs or something. I think it's Z-E-N. And what it is, it's easier to clip your dog's nail. But that is not the question even. The question is she can't even get close to the nails. Why? Because there was probably trauma that happened in the past. Trauma changes our life. Mm -hmm. Trauma makes us protect versus connect. Okay, so the first thing she needs to teach the dog is that anytime she touches the the, the dog's paws, the dog's nails with her hands, no scissors inside, something good happened. So there's a treat and then she walks away and give it a name like manicure, 
you know, and give a treat and walk away. And it may take months to do because if there was a lot of pain associated with that, there's going to be a while. So first, just with bare hands, then to go with a good quality, either the filer, the electric filer or the Zen scissors, and just to touch, give treat, take away, touch, treat, treat, take away. And then until there's no issue. And then when, when you cut the nails, don't do all, all 20 nails. Do only one, give loads of treats and walk away. So what it is, it's first the teaching that you can trust again. You can trust that you're not gonna get hurt. So it's to build the trust. That's what it's about. I love it. Tamara, thank you so much. This has been very informative, very helpful. Um, and, um, Jeff, if we have some really great questions that we weren't able to get to, maybe we can have Tamar answer them. We can put them on online for everybody so that everybody feels like they got their help. Um, if you guys want to know more about Tamar, she has an amazing podcast called life with dogs on iHeartRadio. It's going to premiere in June. Um, and once life goes, when life goes back to normal, I'll be on it as well. (laughs) We were about to, and then the world just changed very quickly. I work with William and Max. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Um, but you also have your, your books, um, and you're doing virtual consultation. So where can everyone find you? Uh, on Instagram, the loved dog. My website, The Loved Dog, L-O-V-E-D-D-O-G. Two Ds. Um, Tamar, thank you so much. Love you. So nice to see you. Love you, my honey. All right. Thank you. So it's a doggy dog world. Um, And I thought that was amazing. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.